laid on my heart tonight. Coming now, he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed. Meaning that, you know, the Lord, it was custom for the Lord to go to the Mount of Olives. I believe myself when I read this and study it, uh, I believe it was a place that he could steal away from the crowds. You know, after the, the crowd kept pushing every day for miracles and wanting him to bless them. But this was a place that I believe he stealed away in his, his prayer closet, in other words, was the Mount of Olives. I think he would go there uh, according to the scripture as it was a custom. And his disciples also followed him. And when he came up to the place, he said to them, and I want you to, to listen. Uh, I highlighted this. Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Now the Lord knew, amen, that things was getting ready to get bad. Things going to get bad fast. Amen. And, and if you'll read back a, a few chapters before, uh, we find that Jesus is telling Peter, Peter, now I prayed for you. He said, because Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. Amen. And well, what was he talking about? Was he talking about this at that moment? No. No, he, he was talking about this time right here of the crucifixion. Satan had plans to tear Peter apart. I mean, just utterly destroy his life. And Jesus knew it. And Jesus told him, he said, I pray for you. Amen. And when you are, listen to what he said, I love this. I love it. See, Jesus, <laughs> ain't you so glad Jesus knows our future? Amen. Amen. He said, now Peter, when you convert it all. In other words, when you, when you get stand back up and when you get pointed in the right direction, he said, I want you to strengthen. Brother. Amen. You know, he, he didn't say, I want you to build up muscles for yourself. He ain't what he said. He said, when you get converted now, when you get to one the right direction, I want you to strengthen your brothers. Well, what brothers? Well, them other disciples. You know, you see, everybody wants to blame Peter that night. Well, what was the other lady? What was the other team? Well, we know Judas before he was there. But what was the other team? Well, they was hiding. They were scared. They, they, they didn't know what to do either. And, and let me tell you something. You know, the Lord let me see something tonight driving here. I was giving this some thought, and we're going to go on down into this chapter, but I was giving this some thought and, and you know, we say how can that have happened? You know, I just can't imagine walking with the Lord every day and, and seeing miracles being performed by blinded eyes open, lame feet, walking uh, I, I can't understand how they could have just, you know, but you don't understand how tired these boys were. These boys was constantly Constantly having to hold this one back, ma'am. Just give the master time to speak, please. Please, I know that my child is sick. I, I need to touch. I need to get to that. You know, and this went on day after day after day. I mean, they they was constantly having to. You know, people get even I'm not aggravated with the Lord once when the woman touched him. You know, he started, and Jesus stopped and said, "Who touched me?" Well, Peter said, "Really, Lord? I mean, we're we're." we're Seven days a week, we're fighting people off, trying to keep them off and talk to you to where you can minister or talk to them. And you want to know who to, I mean, pick out one. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of the way Peter was. You know, what, what are you talking about? What who touched you? You know, but they was tired. Amen. And we find that right, right before this, amen, that this section that I'm reading, or I'm going into, amen, uh, Jesus told him, said, now listen, boy, I'm going to go. The Bible says about a stone throw. He said, you know, he was going to go out that far from him. He said, now you must pray. He said that you don't enter into temptation. Well, 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 you know, when we say temptation, what was it, a naked woman or something? No. No, no, it 
there's all kinds of ways to be tempted. Amen. Yeah. It, it, ain't, it ain't just sex and it ain't just drugs. It's not just alcohol. There's all kinds of temptations out there. Books of it. Amen. That, that the devil knows and searches and seeks for your weakness. Amen. Amen. So that he might tempt you to lure you away. And, and Jesus is saying to him, and look, I need you boys to pray. I, I, I'm a heart. And, and I want to show you why that Jesus' heart was heavy that night. Jesus knew that the spiritual the, the, the realm of darkness was enclosed. It was tapping in on him. Uh, and he knew this. And he told them boys, he said, look, I need you to pray. Uh, and, and they were so tired. Their bodies were so tired that they couldn't get their spiritual man up above the natural man, you see. And we have this same problem. And, and, and the Bible says that they, that they just drifted off to sleep. And they couldn't help the boys. They was tired. Like I said, you've got to realize these boys, uh, you know, we're, we're so quick to judge them. We're so quick to point our fingers at them. When we can't stay asleep two hours for a church service. Huh? Come on, man. Help me a little bit. Amen. But these boys have walked with the Lord, talked with the Lord all day long. From the time they got up till they went to bed, people were strong and they were pushing at them, wanting something from them, amen, all the time. And, and, and miracles being performed. And, and so they was tired. You know, Jesus went off a, a cast of a throne, a stone distance from them. And listen to what he said. And he, he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Uh, you know, I love that picture. I love the picture that God looked, maybe looked over. I don't know what angel it was. Maybe it was Gabriel. Maybe it was Michael. I don't know. And said, here, go down there and touch him. He, he's, his spirit's willing. His spirit's just willing. Go down there. See, God does stuff like that. And what I want you to know tonight, what God does for Jesus, He'll do for you. Amen. 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 So don't give up when you think that you're so weak that you can't go another mile. You know that God someday just look over and say, go down and help him. He's tired. He's scotching a little bit. Give him this. We'll give him more. We'll give him that poem on that paper. Or turn him to this page. Amen. We don't even know. What God does for us, Amen. And how that He, the Bible says that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord, Amen. Meaning He goes ahead of us, Brother Bobby. He goes ahead of us days and on days ahead of us and lays our steps out, Brother Jamie. Why would He do that? Because He loves us, Amen. He cares more about us than we even care for ourselves, Amen. But listen, let's go just a little further. I'm trying my best, my if I start preaching, I know I'll lose my voice. Amen. But listen to what it said, Father. Take up the take away nevertheless, and then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being, now I want you to hear this. Amen. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Mm -hmm. in, in other words, he, he pressure was starting to come down on him. Amen. He, he was in the vice. And, and he started praying even a little harder. Lord, 
that the police, Lord, I, I don't know that I can go through this, God. I don't know how many of them soldiers is going to hit me. I've seen them and they're cruel. You know, and what I'm trying to get you to understand, there was a human part of him, amen. He had watched, amen. Uh, and, and we've got some here uh, back in the room. That brother Darren made up a, a whip, a cat of nine tails, uh, uh, and, and listened uh, in the crowd. He knew this stuff was coming his way. And he's in that garden, and, and he's trying to pray, and he's trying to push. You know, I believe, honestly, I believe the mental strain of it was just as hard on him as the physical part. That's true. you got to, people got to understand that, that he had to surrender himself to God in this yes. point. Yes. Because he was in the flesh as a man. Yes. Gethsemane is a garden of surrender. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And God knew that he needed to send those angels there because the Bible tells us time and time again that man will let you down. Yes. When he asked them guys to pray, what were they doing? They weren't praying over him. And when he told them to, to not fall into temptation... It's because he didn't want them to step out of the will of God. Yes. But that's what most of us do is that when we face an encounter with Jesus, this is the, the biggest surrender or the biggest thing that anybody would ever have to face with what Jesus Christ was fixing to go through. Yes. And he knew it. Yes. And this is what it says, being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Meaning he was praying harder. And this is what it says, then his sweat became like great drops of blood. Falling down to the ground. I, I, I you know, I, I can't. I, I've seen that one time, my man. That that he was sweating so hard that literally his his blood. I mean, his sweat was dripping down on the ground. It was my uncle Tracy. He, he was framing a house, and he got so hot that he said, "Boys, I, I've got to take a break from them." And he walked and got a piece of plywood and slapped it up and took his pants off. I'll never forget it. And he held it out a window and wrung the sweat out of oh, it. And, 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 and shook them and put them back on because and, and, he was sweating that much and the sweat was dripping getting the ground well that's the kind of stress and agony that Jesus was under here it says the sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground I believe it was dripping off of it as they was hitting the ground and when he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples he found them sleeping from sorrow and then he said to them why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. You know, I, the thing that I love about Jesus here, even in the most crucial time of his life, he was still concerned about them not falling into temptation. And we've got to understand it. And I'm going to take you on a little bit further here. I'm not going to try to hold you too much tonight, but listen to what he says here. And when he arrives, uh, lest you enter into temptation. And while he was still speaking, Jesus looked, and you know what happened? Behold, a multitude. And he who was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? And in, in, in other words, in other words, you know what he was saying? Judas, are you going to hide behind love to do this? Huh? Don't ain't that what we do when we kiss someone? We, it, it's a representation of love. And, and, and that's what Jesus was saying to him. You're going to hide behind love to do this? 
I would have rather, I believe Jesus would probably said, I would have rather you just walked up and just hit me or pointed at me, you know. But, but to kiss, <coughs> to walk up and to kiss, you're going to do this. And I believe that's what Jesus was saying to me. You're going to betray something that keeps. So much of that stuff going on in this world. Oh, right? yes, 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 yes. When those around him saw what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Now listen, I, again, I want you to see that, that he is under such mental stress that his sweat is dropping off to the ground. But yet he takes the time. Huh? He takes the time to reach down and take this man's ear and put it back. The very man, Jamie, that was wanting to see him die. The high priest to serve. No one, and Jesus knew who he was. No one knew. Amen. Instead of saying, you know, I don't care if you believe in them or what you're getting ready to put me through and what you're getting ready to, to show. But he didn't there. He didn't. He reached down and got his ear and put it back on him. Amen. And the man's ear was healed, Brother John. You know, I've often wondered about that. I've often wondered, amen. God help me pray with me because I'm feeling something moving on me. Amen. I've often wondered when that man was standing watching him crucify him, I wonder if he reached up and touched his ear. Amen. And felt his ear. He's seen it go down to the ground. But he felt the Lord got his ear and put it back on. I wonder, Brother Jamie, what he thought. I wonder, amen, when the crowd was hollering, crucifying. I wonder if he said, I can't, I can't say that. I can't do that, Johnny. No matter what they want me to do, amen. I know I'm the, the high priest's servant, but I can't do that. This man touched me, amen. This man healed me. This man put my ear on the phone. I often wonder where he was at. What was going on, amen, in this man's thought process? Listen to what he says. Jesus answers and said, Permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, captains of the temple, and the elders who had come to him, Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me. But here's what I highlight. And this is what Jesus was in the garden praying about for the body. This is what he said to them. But this is your hour. And the power of darkness. See, he was going to have to surrender his power to the power of darkness. Amen. And he had never, never done that before. He had never lowered. Amen. Bobby, it would be it would be like you knowing. Amen. That you knowing you could whip 
this little scrawny feller that's mocking you and making fun of you in the community. Amen. And it would be like you just standing still right in front of a whole crowd and let him walk up and stick in your face and slap you. And you don't raise your hand to touch him. But I want, to, I want to go on a little further. Amen. And I want to show you his compassion and his love. Now we know, amen, that, that Jesus, and I, I, meant it, I touched on this back a couple of months ago or three, amen, but I want to touch on it again tonight. If you go down, and this is the only book that mentions this, Matthew, Mark, and John, Dahl. Only Luke. Follow this. While they was, uh, I'm going to jump down to uh, about the 57th person, but he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. This is Peter talking. And after a little while, another saw him and said, You are of them. And Peter said, Ma'am, I am not. And then after about an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. Now I want you to I want you to notice this. And I, I love this note. I found this in this because I had never saw this before. And it says, immediately while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And listen to what 61 says. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Now, you know what? I I never understood this till the other day. Jesus was not looking at Peter to condemn him. Jesus was not looking at Peter to convict him. Jesus was looking at Peter to see what kind of hurt he was feeling at that moment. Because he had told Peter, Satan has desired to sift you, amen. And Jesus looked, and in the, in the agony of his pain and in the sorrow of his suffering, he didn't think about himself. He was thinking about Peter. <laughs> he looked to see how Peter was reacting because he knew when that rooster crowed, Peter's heart fell and sucked and said, Oh, God, what have I done? What am I saying? What am I doing here? Amen. You ever felt that way? I have. I have, I have felt to the point, God, why do you keep loving me? I keep falling. I can't walk. I can't do nothing right. But Peter is going through this right now. And I believe, amen, after that rooster crow, this is Steve, Amen. I believe, amen, visions was coming to Peter when Jesus told him, said, listen, go down there and catch the first fish you catch and when you open his mouth, there'll be a coin in it, amen, and you can pay the taxes. I believe all this started reminiscing in Peter's head. How can I say I don't know him? How can I say and deny him? My Lord, I was there when he touched my mother-in-law. And the fever stopped immediately. She jumped up and started fixing something to eat. I was standing there. Amen. Can you believe and can you understand the sorrow that Peter felt? Amen. But Jesus knew it was going to happen. 
And Jesus told him, he said, Peter, it's going to be okay. Because you're going to be alright. You're going to be confirmed. You're going to be strength. And when you do, I want you to stand up and I want you to take charge and I want you to strengthen. And Peter began to think about all this. Amen. Well, let me tell you something, folks. If you will study the Word of God, you will know your future. Your future is written in the pages of this book. What are you talking about, preacher? Stephen read a verse tonight. He said, hey, you want to do abundantly above what I even ask you. You know, what's that saying, Jane? Listen, when we look into the promises of God, amen, now, I'm going to touch a little bit here, amen, so don't get offended. But when you start looking at the promises of God, you're like, I ain't missing church. Man, I got to get to him. I got to talk about him. I got to worship him. I got to praise him, amen. This man ain't got nothing but good laid out for me. And I'm not about to sit home. I'm not about, amen, to miss out on what God has got in store for me. Amen. I want to sing about it. I want to testify about it. I want to talk about it. Amen. Amen. You know, Travis was talking about you the, uh, this week, William, how proud he was of you. Uh, and he was talking. He said, you know, Steve, he said, uh, there's a big change in real life. And I said, oh, yeah. He said, you know, uh, uh, when he first came aboard, he, he couldn't make his mind up whether or not he wanted to get in all wholeheartedly or he wanted to smoke dope or he wanted to get in wholeheartedly or whatever. He, you know, and he said, but that time, and I love to hear Will tell about it, he said, God saved me in the shower. Amen. He said, but I was that old when God saved me. He said, I mean, I got saved. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. And, and he said, you know, I love to hear him talk about them boys at work. He said, he said he'll go around and they're painting him. He said they, they don't even realize what they're doing. They're singing praise and worship songs. <laughs> you know, same ones that used to, uh, uh, probably sing uh, Hell's Angels or whatever, Hell's Bells or whatever. I don't even know what the name of the song was. <laughs> yeah, they're singing glory, glory to the Lamb. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me you can't be the salt of the earth. Amen. Yes. Don't tell me you can't change. Around your surroundings and the people that are around you, amen. Bunch of old crazy uh, dope heads standing out there with a paintbrush and, and, and probably are entertaining and, and praising and getting God's attention more than me and you ever could. Why? Because they just do it, amen. Because they're happy about it, amen. Yeah. Keep, keep pouring it on, man. Keep pouring it on, amen. amen. I could have seen their head the other morning when they thought you was going to throw a fit over their paintbrushes. And, and the Holy Spirit said, well, don't be mad. Just be glad. Mm -hmm. Amen. And them old boys seen you get glad and went. <laughs> what happened there? Amen. That's what God does. God does Amen. Amen. But listen to me. In closing. I love the fact when I read that the other night, the Holy Ghost reveals things to you. I would have been said, Steve, Jesus said he didn't come to condemn. That's right. He wasn't condemning Peter. That night, that night he would look mm -hmm. over at him. And he wasn't looking, amen, to see if Peter was looking at him. But he was looking to see the abuse that the devil was doing to Peter at that point. 
Ain't that love? Yes. Ain't that love? And you know he still does it for me and you can. When we're when we're on our heads sacked down because the devil keeps putting his boat his boot in our ribs, amen. God is not standing there saying, Well, you deserve that. You know, if you haven't done it. No, he's looking out eyes of compassion saying, Let me hold you. Amen. Let me let me touch you. Amen. Because he loves you that much. The Bible says he committed his love towards you, Father. He was without strength. In other words, the thing I love about him is he don't love me, Jamie. God does not love me because I love him. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you. God does not love me. Because, amen, I, I, I'm searching the pages of his book. No, I ain't why God loves me. Because the Bible says he committed when I wasn't working. I had no strength. Amen. Ain't you so glad for that? Amen. Yes. Ain't you so glad that you don't have to earn merits with God to love you and forgive you and want to be around you? Amen. Amen. Listen, get into this book. And you'll be amazed at how much he loves you. Yes. Let me tell you something. When the devil tries to start telling me junk anymore, he'll sometimes tell me I'll laugh right in his face. I thought you are you stupid? I mean that might have worked on me twelve or fifteen years ago. But well, I know my Lord loves me. I know he does. You can take that lie on down the road somewhere else, amen. Well, how'd you get that way, preacher? By growing in the Word. Amen, brother. Amen. By knowing what the Word says. See, when we get what the Word says and, and we get it established, then we don't think. Paul said it like this. Y'all ready? Y'all take this. Just take a big swab. It'll go down. Amen. Paul said it like this. He said, let this mind be in you. Which was it? Jesus, what mind? That's his mind right there. You want to know how Jesus thinks? It's in the covers of that book. You want to know what Jesus says? It's in the covers of that book. You want to know how Jesus acted? It's in the covers of that book. Amen. And I don't know about you, Bob. But I'd love to get so close to him that when people saw me, they'd say, you know, he was just like his name. Jesus. Ah, what a big thing. What a big thing. And when, when people get around me, they say, you know, there's something, there's something about that guy. Well, come on, let him go. No, no, I'm going to watch him a minute. Uh, well, come on, let's go. Well, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I've said this so many times, and I've loved him. But there's an old boy up at home that there ain't very many people like him. He's got more mouth than a mule does a butt. And, and, and if you want to know what's on his mind, just ask him. I mean, don't, don't ever walk up and say, hey, uh, Barry, you like my haircut? Because he'll sure tell you. And girls, I mean, he don't cut no slack for the women either. But uh, he loves God. I don't care what anybody says. I believe on my heart he loves God. And, and, and I've said this so many times, Bobby. He taught me how to pray. And I used to get so mad. 
I'm confessing. Well, somebody else got beside of him at the altar. That was my place. I wanted to hear him pray. I could never pray to what God. I wanted to listen to him. And, and, and when he prayed, he'd get so personal, okay? He didn't even tell God who he was. He'd say, God, God, this is Barry. I was looking at him like, Barry, don't you know God knows who you are? He didn't care what you said. God, this is Barry. I know it. Thank God, I know it. He said, I told you yesterday, I wasn't going to let that word slip out of my mouth again, but I did. I need mean, you to wash me now. Yeah. And he gets so personal with them. And they wouldn't always try to rush him because he wouldn't, hey, he didn't care if anybody else got up and piano was playing or nothing. He prayed and he got done. Amen. But I, I love, I love. Anytime I go to everybody's house, I'm going to stop. And you know, and I hadn't seen him in years, Jamie. I hadn't seen him in years. And about a few years ago, I stopped at his house and knocked on the door. And this is Barry. I, this is why nobody likes him. He comes to the door and he's in his pajamas and he stretches out. And he says, Steve? I said, hey, brother. He said, what happened to you? I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, you used to be a good looking man, but look how fat you got. He said, what the world? And I haven't seen him in years. <laughs>